You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci-Fi 5. Five minutes of science fiction history for January 5th. You may know it as a radio play, a five-part trilogy of novels, a movie, maybe even a text-based video game, but one of the most criminally overlooked adaptations of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is the BBC television show, which premiered on this day in 1981. After the first seven episodes of The Hitchhiker's Guide radio play, aka the primary phase, aired in 1978, it was clear they had a hit on their hands. Before the second series even hit the airwaves, in fact, while it was still being recorded, creator Douglas Adams was commissioned to write a pilot for a TV adaptation. They briefly considered creating an animated series, but ultimately decided on live action, only animating the guide segments, which is its own level of crazy, but we'll get to that in a bit. After a couple years of development, they started filming in 1980, bringing on most of the radio cast, including Simon Jones as Arthur Dent, Mark Wing Davy as Zephyr Bibelbrox, and Peter Jones as the guide, with a couple of notable changes, such as recasting Ford Prefect and Trillion. The show used an astonishing amount of models, miniatures, animatronics, and other practical effects to various levels of success. For example, they set aside an entire day just to shoot model sequences, which was pretty unheard of at the time for a BBC show. But then there were also things like Zephod's second head. Don't get me wrong, it's a fun effect, but because of the wear and tear it took, just from the power it needed, and from Markwing Davies' energetic movements constantly stripping gears, it would look believable and expressive for about 30 seconds into the scene, after which it would then just kind of loll about, which was still sort of appropriate for Zephod. Basically, the show's effects had kind of a Doctor Who feel, that earnest sci-fi blended with BBC cheesiness that just somehow works. Much like their experience with the radio play, the BBC didn't really know how to deal with the Hitchhiker's Guide TV show. Initially, they insisted the show have a canned laugh track consistent with other BBC comedies. Luckily, before the show aired, they held a test screening with sci-fi fans that absolutely loathed the laugh track. So it was removed before broadcast. And on January 5th, 1981, the world, or the UK anyway, finally got to see the Guide story play out on screen. The show was well received for both its faithfulness to the source material and its adaptations where necessary, which was not surprising since Douglas Adams was all over it, not only writing it but providing voices and sneaking in cameo appearances in multiple episodes. But one of the most impressive parts of the show was the aforementioned animation of the guide itself. The animated guide cutaways are packed with vivid colors, interesting visuals, wall-to-wall text filled with in-jokes you'd never have time to read during a 1980s TV broadcast, and it looks like cutting-edge computer animation for the time, except that it isn't. It's actually all hand-drawn 2D good old-fashioned traditional animation, none of it produced by a computer, which, when you see it, is pretty amazing. Now, while the first series of six episodes followed the radio play pretty faithfully, the planned second series would go a different way entirely, using aspects of an abandoned Douglas Adams Doctor Who project called Doctor Who and the Cricket Men. But unfortunately, a second series was never to be. It's hard to say why, it's one of those depends-on-who-you-ask kind of things, 
but ultimately Adams and the BBC didn't see eye to eye on the creation of further episodes. So, Adams took the ideas that would have been the foundation of the second series of the TV show and turned it into the third novel, Life, the Universe, and Everything. But that may not be the last we see of the TV guide, forgive the pun, as it's rumored that Hulu is producing a new adaptation for television. I know, I know, it's always a little scary when you hear about a new adaptation of a beloved classic, but until we know more, don't panic. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for January 5th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.